You are listening to the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. And we're having conversations with dope dads covering the four pillars of fatherhood. We call it the Fit Fatherhood Formula. Faith, family, finance, and fitness. That's right. These dads are setting the pace in business and fatherhood. This show isn't only about the outside success. We're getting down to who you are. Gentlemen, it's time to get fit. And and, 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 and now, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. All right, welcome back to the the Forfeit Fatherhood podcast. I uh, I am back with a, a, a good good guest, right? Like like dope guest, uh, real estate investor, investor in general, and Super Bowl champion, Greg Orton. What's up, G? What's up, man? Man, how you doing, brother? Good, man. Good, good. Enjoying this uh, good weather here, SoCal, and. Uh... Man, good good thing that the Corona thing is ending up, uh, you know, getting done. People outside running around and um, feeling good, man. Good, good, good. So you you uh you get out a little bit now, or or you staying home? What's 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 your what's your scenario right now? Uh, right now, um, just home with my two boys, and then um, so we get out, you know, go outside to the park, go out and uh my my oldest is in baseball right now so making sure he's doing good helping with that going to start basketball soon and then just um you know i think they'll probably go back to he'll start kindergarten in the fall okay and then we'll we're just now probably going to put him back into daycare uh next week so okay very excited about that (laughs) excited (laughs) about him going to daycare yeah yeah man (laughs) yeah you know they've been with me you know the whole time and just let my wife uh, my wife runs her own business, so letting her do her thing and, uh, you know, getting my stuff done and watching them. So, yeah, yeah. I know. Missing I the know. teachers. Yeah, I know. I know. And then they get to socialize, too, with, you know, get their friends and all that. Like, it's cool hanging out with your with your brother and your dad, but every once in a while you want to hang out with somebody who don't share your last name, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So so how old are how old are your boys? Uh, my oldest is five and my youngest is two. Okay. Okay. So, All right. How, how is that experience? How's that with, uh, with two boys, five and two? I mean, it's good, man. Um, you know, it's a dream come true for me. Like, you know, I just got my two boys, um, you know, teaching them, you know, everything, you know, starting with small just to be able to see them grow. And, um, uh, it's just amazing. Amazing to see them learn and, and pick up things and, uh, you know, and talk and, you know, and get frustrated, get happy. It's just, just a blessing in general, man. Um, truly, truly, you know, thankful for it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. I don't have boys obviously, but I, I feel the same way. Um, you know, having the opportunity to watch them, watch them experience things for the first time, uh, to kind of give them some guidance on how to act, uh, and, and just, you know, the two of them kind of being each other's best friend is, is really cool for me because <clears throat> I, uh, I have sisters, but in my house, it was just me, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I got to, I got to kick it with my sisters on weekends when I got to go on visits and, you know, sometimes in the summer we cross paths for kind of randomly, uh, and be in the same spaces, but not until we got older, did we really get to spend that, that real time together. 
Um, right. So it's really cool for me looking at my girls and they got like, they got somebody to play with all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even sometimes when they don't want to, like, they're like, yo, leave me alone. <laughs> tired of talking to you. Um, yeah. But that, that scene is so cool to me to, to see them experience that that way. Um, and, and to have like a built-in best friend, like that's, that's dope to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome, man. I mean, them just playing together now, you know, my youngest is like getting tougher cause he's getting hit with pillows from my oldest. And then, you know, he's just, uh, you know, running around, running with the big guys. So it's, it's amazing to see, man. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you got the two boys. Are you guys, are you and your wife, are you done? Or are we, we going for, we going for three? Are we, are we trying to. Man, I'm, I'm done, but she wants a girl. So. Got it. Got it. You know, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. But you know, I'm, Whatever, whatever's in the, whatever God blesses with, man, I'm, I'm with it. You know, I don't, uh, to me, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm just enjoying the process, man. Enjoying, you know, just having kids and they just feel like, you know, life is full circle with them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I heard you, heard you mention, you know, it being a blessing and, you know, whatever kind of God's will is in terms of, of what happens with the next one. Um, what do you, what do you, what's your, what's your, your kind of feeling on, on how you use your faith and, and kind of religion and, and raising your kids? Are you, are you kind of like, uh, not, not Bible thumping, but like, are you, you kind of using the teachings and, and, and using that to kind of guide them or what, what's the, what's your, what's your stance with that? Yeah, just mostly just trying to, um, get them to be, to raise them to be just good men, you gotcha. know, um, and just, you know, I, I grew up differently. I grew up like, you know, you know, my dad was hard on me and uh, we got into it a lot. So taking that, you know, with more, I'm more reserved and more um, calm and I'm more just about teaching. So I'm not like, you know, giving whoopings or getting, getting them, you know, cussing them out or none of that. It's just all about teaching, being very patient with them, explaining to them, you know, if they're being disciplined or sent to the room, why this is happening? Do, do they understand why this is happening? So just to make sure that they're, they're good people, man. And, uh, um, you know, try to raise them better than me to be better men than me is the goal. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I definitely feel like it, it takes a, a good father to raise a good man. You know what I mean? Like there's definitely moms yeah. that are, that are doing it. Um, but a mom can only teach you so much about being a man and you kind of need, a father to kind of give you the full spectrum view of what it is. And so that's dope, man. Um, you know, my, like a kind of similar situation, my dad wasn't super, well, yeah, I was gonna say he wasn't hard on me, but he was, <laughs> uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't crazy hard, but he was definitely harder on me than he was on my sisters. I think my, my reprieve is that him and my mom separated. And so I wasn't, I wasn't in the house with him all the time. Uh, but I definitely got them phone calls and those, those weekends when I was at his house was like, yo, you better tighten up. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. and so the same thing, like I, I, I see sometimes in myself, like I'll hear myself say something and I hear his voice, like in my head, it's his voice. And it's like, I'm saying, I'm like, oh man, I got to tone that back. I got to pull that back and let me explain what I meant by that. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it came right. out in a frustrated way, but what I meant is, you know, this, and let me explain why. And, um, I kind of battle with that a little bit because I, you know, my parents are old school and it's like, you know, kids are speak when they're spoken to and I don't have to explain myself to you, like those kind of things. And like, I find myself uh, 
trying to teach so much that I hear, I'll hear their voice. Like, I don't have to explain myself to you or, or you know, I don't give them the why because I said so sometimes. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't like that. I didn't like that when I was a kid. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not what daddy meant. Uh, well, it's what I meant, right. but I didn't say it the way I want to say it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Trying yeah. to make sure that I am uh, being the father that they need me to be. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and and they're different. Like, I, I don't know about your, your boys, but my girls are different. Like they're, they're a lot alike in a lot of ways, but in terms of like how they handle things coming from me emotionally, they're very mm -hmm. different. Right. Like one of them, I can say whatever. And she's like, okay, dude, what? like, you know what I mean? She can handle it. No, yeah. It's, yeah. It's crippling when I say she did something wrong. She's like, she, she cause she wants to like, please kind of thing. Like she wants to be perfect um and she doesn't she hates when she's wrong at anything like anything at all super competitive mm -hmm. hates to be wrong and so if she does something wrong and I, I say something to her about it she's broken up like just completely broken and so it, it definitely you know when you have multiple kids you got to kind of be a multiple father like you still got to be yeah. you and the way that you want to father but you father each one differently and that's been one thing that you know I've been kind of trying to perfect you know what i mean um mm -hmm. you know i don't know that it's something that you ever perfect because they're going to be changing and you're going to be changing but i know that's one thing that i that i struggle with a little bit early on yeah 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 mine are old enough well my youngest isn't old enough to i mean he's just now developing like his personality yeah so i'm trying to and then my oldest is completely different he's you know it looks exactly like me as a kid and uh but his personality, he's really, really open. I'm way more introverted. Okay. And he's like a social butterfly. So we go to the park, he's saying hello to everybody. And, you know, and once everybody play with his toys and this and that. So he, you know, needs that interaction with me. I'm more of a, just a loner right. type person. So it's like, you know, um, you know, it's, and it teaches me, it teaches me, uh, you know, just how to raise them and certain things to not do and certain things to do. And you try it you know, and try and fail. So it definitely is a process for sure. Yeah. 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 So, so kind of piggybacking a little bit off that, like what, what, uh, you know, you, they're, they're still kind of young, but, but, you know, being a father of a five and, and a two year, what are some of like your bigger struggles with that? Like, what are, what are some of the things you come up against? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just patience. Um, you know, I'm not a very, very patient person. Okay. So, they've taught me a lot of patience. So, you know, I grew up in a household where, you know, it's like, I, they say at one time, you got to do it. Right. You know, so, and me coming from that, I have to kind of kill that um, thought process and just to, you're going to repeat it five to 10 times, you know, right. like, you know, go use the, go use the bathroom, pick up your shoes, um, where we put our food at when it's done, you know, and keep repeating yourself. So I think the biggest thing to sum it up is patience, man. And, you know, that's what it's teaching me um, to have and to learn that skill very, very much, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you, man. I feel you. I think that's something that everybody has to, to kind of deal with because I think what I had to realize, my wife kind of put me up on it is like, uh, and she reminds me all the time, like she's, she's six, 
you know, like, I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, right, I'm talking right. to her like, like I would understand it, or I'm asking her to do it the way I would understand it, as opposed to like, you know, breaking it down to, to her level. Right. Right. And, right. and uh, even today we're going to the park and I'm like, dog, put on your socks and shoes. Like what is taking you so long to put on your socks <laughs> and shoes? And she's like, you know, turning them inside out. And like, she, had, she wants to put them on a certain way. Oh, come on, man, just put on your socks and shoes so we can go. Like, yeah. And I'm trying yeah. to like to just be, be patient. Cause I know like, look, the longer it takes, it's going to be hotter. Let's just, let's just go. And I'm ready. Your sister's ready. What are you doing? And it's just, you gotta be patient, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And she, you know, they, 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 like I said, they're different. They kind of work in their own little ways and she's a little more quirkier about stuff right so if her sock is on the wrong way she ain't she ain't feeling it <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah she got, yeah she got same her own, here she got her own little thing right where she puts it on and if she ain't put it on the right way it's gonna bother her so i had to learn just to you know let her do her thing the way she's doing it um yeah. and, and again you just kind of parent them differently and and that's that's cool so like um being home with them during the pandemic, like prior to that, where they, they were going to daycare, both of them or yeah. just, just the older? Uh, my oldest was, my youngest was um, still pretty was young. One, yeah, he was one. So he was, he had a nanny. So we had the okay. nanny with him. And then when the pandemic hit, you know, we're with them all day, every day, just like everybody else. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. How was, sure. how was, how was that? How was it like that transition into, you know, being a, uh, being a work at home dad kind of situation? Um, it was different, man. Uh, at first it was, you know, I think it was tougher for my wife, but my mindset was, it was, you know, it was just a season. Right. So, and I, I just looked at it as an opportunity to spend more time with them. Um, you know, as they get older, most of their time is gonna be at school and with sports. So just like with my oldest, I mean, he was at school from, you know, I drop him off in the morning, like 8.30 and don't pick him up till five. And then with the nanny, it was kind of like nine to two. So most of the time you're not seeing them. So during that whole time, man, it was just to see the kids and be a parent. And, you know, we, um, and just to cherish that time, you know, and uh, as far as work, you know, a lot, I do a lot of work from home and kind of have my own schedule. So me and my wife just kind of, um, planned out our days like okay you have this a lot of time I have this a lot of time and then we meet at this time to be as a family and that was pretty much how it was structured um so you know it was tough but now as things are getting back to normal you know I'm glad they're going back and uh you know and then like I said it was just a just a season you know of time to you know look at it positive and to um just be with them more yeah yeah that's a really good perspective to have you know like it, the the pandemic did definitely like slow a lot of things down around us uh and right. kind of gave us the opportunity to see you know maybe what was more important um for some of us and then and like in, in like you said um you got more time with them right because like yeah. prior to it it was just what they did they were just gone during the day and you didn't you didn't notice it one way or the other right and then all of a sudden now they're home all the time. Like, dang, I was really missing up. And that, that, I mean, that was a big one for me is like, you know, cause I mean, we, you know, we worked together a little bit and, and like, so mm -hmm. I was at the gym at nine, some days, like eight, six in the morning and then mm -hmm. not getting home until like nine 30 at night. 
And so for, for me, like being able to like be home and have, yeah. like, I haven't had, I, at, prior to pandemic, I hadn't had dinner at home in almost a decade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Other than the, week, <laughs> other than the weekends, like I, the, dinner time was like a foreign concept to me. Um, and so, you know, being home when they wake up, being home when they go to bed, like it, it was, it was amazing. Right. Because yeah. the same situation, like I would drop them off at school. I was, I had enough of a break to pick them up, drop them off at home and then go right back to work. So those are like, yeah. those like little 15 minute spurts is when I got to see them. And then it didn't happen until, you know, Saturday morning that I got two days with them. Um, yeah. So, so yes. So it, it, it definitely uh, opened my eyes to how much I was missing out when I felt like I was really present. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I was really intentional and I always try to be really intentional about the time that I spend. Um, I just didn't realize how much or how little time it actually was until I got all of this time. Yeah. 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 I mean, same here, man. And, um, yeah, I'm always just aware of that as well. Like if I'm doing something, I'm trying to work on something or learn something and, you know, they're like getting bored or want to do something. I'm, I just drop what I'm doing and, hey, let's go outside. Let's go on a hike, do a lot of hiking. Um, let's just go to the park. Let's go like build a rocket, make a race car track, whatever they want, you know. And, and I mean, it's just like we only, you know, I'm, I'm very... Uh, aware of like time just yeah. in our life so they're not going to be five and two much long you know it's going to be 10 and seven and 10 and eight you know and then going to be 18 and six so I I, I I like to be there for all of that and not miss all of that because it's, it's just going by really really fast man right really really fast so I like to cherish that and uh and just enjoy it you know right. and not be just working all the time yeah, that's that's uh, one of the things I, I talk about a lot with, with other dads is like we don't we don't really get the playbook necessarily from 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 I didn't I mean from our fathers and maybe not even from like father figures around us the playbook mm -hmm. on how to be a father but the one thing that they make sure they tell us is like you're gonna blink and they're gonna be an adult you know what I mean you're gonna, yeah time yeah. goes so fast like you know my son just the other day he was like five years old and now he you know now he's getting married and that's one of the things that they yeah. do tell you. Um, and it's something that I don't think a lot of us take heed of, right? We're, right. we're a lot of times so, you know, so interested in, in, you know, chasing the bag for lack of a better phrase or, or trying to build our careers or, uh, you know, into this interest or that interest, um, you know, we miss out on the fact that these little people are growing up around us and we're missing yeah. so many things. So that's really right. dope. That's really dope to hear, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you drop it and let's go do what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really big on that. Really big for sure. Okay. You, you mentioned, you mentioned you, uh, you work from home. I have a little bit of an idea of what you do, but, but, uh, mm -hmm. what, are, what are you, what are you doing? What are you, are you into? Uh, mostly man, I, you know, I day trade for a living. So I day trade the futures market mostly, um, some equities as well. Um, and I have a, a business that, uh, call it online arbitrage. So basically, buying stuff from retail like walmart target uh, deals and then selling them on amazon selling them online and then um also have real estate in the in ohio so okay. um you know just uh 
managing that, you know, with the rentals. And uh, so most of my work is at home, you know, in front of a computer like I am now. So, um, you know, and thankfully I'm able to spend a lot of time with them. And, uh, you know, and that, that's mostly what I do, you know, okay. and love it for Dope. sure. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. I'm a, I remember when I first got into the market and started getting into to, to investing and trading a little bit, you had started to get into, into futures a little bit more. So now yeah. I hear, to hear you say like, I'm a day trader with the, like now you're, you're, you're full on into the futures now. Like that's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, well, I, I've been trading like every day, like day trading since 2015, August, 2015. So, okay. but it was mostly just stocks. Right. right. So, you know, I got into like options as well. Um, I liked options a lot, got good with it. But once I got into futures, I was like, oh, this is like so different, you know, because you don't have that, uh, I guess that like time, um, you know, in options, you have like a theta, which will kill the options pretty right. much. But just like the derivatives being in, um, you know, the derivatives market with that leverage to be able to okay, say you want to make a certain amount of money, you have to put up a lot of money. You know, that's what the derivatives for, they just allow you to have that leverage to be able to um, trade. So, um, you know, I've went deep, 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 deep into it, trying to master it. And, uh, you know, and it's, it's just been a blast, man. I, you know, I love it really, you know, I have a sports background, so it's really analytical in that way to be able to think, um, you know, to be, be able to think in probabilities and, um, and analytical, you know, and, and that's the challenge that I love with it. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll get to that sports thing. So hold on to that. We'll, we'll come back. Yeah. To that in a second. <laughs> um, right. So you're from Ohio though, right? So that, is that why you kind of got into the out of state investing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm from uh, Dayton, Ohio. And then, um, but I live in um, LA. So you know, basically real estate in LA is crazy. You right. know, um, I do have a home here, but when I was able to buy my home for here and I can get so many more in Ohio, it just made sense. And then I knew the area. Yeah. And then now, you know, with the whole um, inflation and the Fed pumping so much money, now it's just the, the prices done skyrocketed. So yeah. I was able to you know, take advantage of just basically refinancing and putting the money, you know, elsewhere. Right. But um, yeah, for sure, it was just the Midwest to be able to get more uh, bang for your buck was uh, my thinking with it. Yeah, it's crazy what's going on in the market. I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day that's a real estate agent, but then even see it for myself. We refied earlier this year uh, because mm -hmm. we had like so much equity had built up. It was like, OK, let's do something with it. And this was yeah. in February a house around the corner from us, like literally I can throw a rock from here and hit it. Uh, it just sold for a hundred thousand dollars more than our appraisal in February. <laughs> and it's the same yeah. layout. It's literally in our development, there's only like four different like structures, right? It's the same right. exact one as ours. And I'm like, yo, we might, we might need to move. Like <laughs> we might need to go ahead and, and take advantage of the opportunity and, and get out of state. But you know, it was we, crazy, we, man. We love California. It was crazy. Yeah, like ours, we bought a lot in like 2019. Mm -hmm. And then out the blue, like earlier this year, our my agent was like, 
like everything you bought, like I'm buying them, I'm selling them like 60% more than what you bought. So I'm like, oh, what? So yeah. she's like, I, I can't, I don't even have inventory. Like his stuff is going crazy. But the good thing is, is, is that, you know, all of them are uh, rented. So we've been able to up our rent, you know, for each home, mm-hmm. like um, two to $300 more. So that's, you know, that's the beautiful thing with inflation is that if you own assets, you know, they're going to keep appreciating and, um, you know, you're able to do something with that equity as well. Yeah. 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 How did you, how did you get into real estate? Is that, is that something you kind of always knew you wanted to do or, or just kind of fell into your lap? Man. I mean, so basically I'll rewind back when I, okay. So I wind back. So after I got out the NFL, um, basically I found, had, had found a mentor. It was basically a guy that was, um, you know, wife, a wife, my wife, I was kind of depressed. So my wife sent me a video of a guy just, um, he was an entrepreneur and he was like, Hey, um, she sent me a video just about always setting goals. So like new goals. Mm-hmm. Right. So I felt like my life was over. That's all I thought was football. I was so into it. Like when I, I have like an obsessive mindset. So when I'm into something, you know, I want to master it. I'm all in. So when that was done, she sent me this video of this guy. He was an entrepreneur talking about that. Basically, long story short, I signed up for his program, launched my first business. Right. Okay. Um, started making really good money with that business. So then he was like, this isn't all that I know. So he was like, what you need to do is to basically insulate yourself is you need to, you know, he taught me about the earned income to passive income. Mm-hmm. And this was like 2014. So he mentored me on the market. And then he started mentoring me on trading. And then once I started, my business started making money, he was like, okay, this is where you're going to funnel the profits into to protect you even more. So now you have that passive income coming in. So mm-hmm. once I got that, I was like, oh, I'm, I want to build to that and what everything that I do. So he basically taught me that. And I kind of went into just the wormhole of, you know, learning everything about it and just trying to accumulate as much as I can with that. And, you know, it goes even deeper, you know, you got your kids and everything. So that having those assets making money for you, you know, you want them to, um, you know, make it for your kids as well. Right. You know, so that if you can't work or anything happens like a pandemic or anything, that passive income is still coming in. And then, you know, and then this is my first time really dealing with the asset prices going up so much. So now I'm like, oh, I bought this. We were already getting the cash flow every month from them, but now they've risen so much. I can either sell or, you know, refi, take the cash out and go get more. Right. So, you know, and then it just becomes a game, you know, just like, um, I was into football so much. Now this is just like a wealth building game. Right. That right. um, you know, I just want to learn so much about and keep going, you know. Yeah, yeah. So now you're you're at the you're at the yak stage of it, right? Like you you ran the <laughs> route, you ran the route, right? You really got into running the route and you understand that you caught the ball now, right? You're yeah. consistently catching the ball. Now you now you're being elusive and getting those extra yards. That's dope, man. That's super dope. Yeah. That's yeah. super dope. All right. You're always so, learning, man. Yeah, man. Like, so you, you got, you got the, the arbitrage, you got real estate, you're, you're investing, anything else you're doing that I'm missing? 
Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Got, yeah, yeah, pretty much it. Okay, for sure. Okay. All right. I want to make sure we don't miss anything. You're super, super investor over here. Um, yeah. So you said a couple of things that that I can attest to. Um, like when you do something, you go all in, kind of, kind of mindset. Um, you know, you're you're a hard worker, right? I would I would definitely say you, you're the hardest worker in the room, whatever room you're in. Um, and if if you're getting <laughs> outworked by somebody in the room, they're probably passed out not too long after, right? Um, <laughs> like I, I'll just talk about like the, the first day we met, right? I was we were I was at out at uh, at Chafee, I think. We were Chafee, Chafee, yeah, yeah. And I'm training yeah. somebody else, and I look to the side, and I first I've heard you before I saw you, right? Because you were on the, <laughs> on the side field, but I heard you. And I'm like, oh, damn, somebody over there getting it in. Like, <laughs> this is wild, right? And and so we we you know as we're running the drills, me and I was working with a D lineman at the time. We're running the drills, and as we're getting closer down to where you are now, I see you kind of coming around the corner, and I, and I'm, I'm I can tell you're running routes, but it ain't nobody throwing the ball. Like you're out there in the route trees at a hundred miles an hour by yourself. Right. Like I'm like, yo, this dude is putting in like running hard, though. You know what I mean? Because you you see somebody outside running routes and they kind of doing it. You know, they kind of, you know, half assing the drills a little bit. And right, by themselves. Right. Nobody's making them do it. There's no coach there. Nobody's on them about, you know, how they run the route. But I mean, you was out there full throttle. Right. So I'm like, yeah. I, I tell I tell Joe Bergman, like, yo, Dave, I'm, I'm going to go talk to this dude real quick. Because I, <laughs> you know, what I mean, I, I'm out there all the time. Right. Or I right. was. I'm right. not out there all the time anymore, but I'm out there all the time. I see people out here all the time and nobody came off the way that you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Like nobody was working on their craft with the amount of intensity that you were. So I'm like, I got to let me go talk to this dude. And so I just went over and was like, yo, what's up? You know, we kind of exchanged and exchanged. Yeah. Little, little pleasantries and all that. And, <laughs> and I told you, you know, we, we trained a gym down the street. If you want to yeah. get inside somewhere instead of, you know, being outside. Um, Man. And, and, you know, I will say to this day, like every, you, you were, you were the kind of athlete and, and obviously still the same type of person that would like, if we got a hundred percent, well, we're going to get, we're going to get a hundred percent. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're going to get yeah, blood yeah. from the turnip kind of like, you know, on those, on those challenge days, like you literally took it to the floor. You know what I mean? Like you used to kill I, me, man. I still got pictures <laughs> where you're you're like laid out, right? Like, Sheesh. but I mean, you used to put in the work, and and obviously to yeah. get to the level that you got to, that's what's necessary, right? Right. Not only right. in sports, but but in in you know in investing in business in fatherhood, right? If you got it, then you give it. You know what I mean? If you if you're with your kids, like you said, they're they're only going to be there for so long at that age and that moment. Um, and if you got the energy to give, then you give it. Right. And, and so right. I can definitely say that, that, that I've known that to be true for you. Um, so with that being said, are you doing anything fitness wise now? Like you still, you still working out a little bit or, or what are we doing? Um, I don't work out like I used to. I wish I, I miss, I was telling my wife, like she had, we was, um, what was we watching? He was watching, uh, uh, Oh, we was watching the NFL draft. So we're yeah. watching and they were showing kind of guys working out and stuff. So she was asking me, like, do I miss it? And I was like, I do miss the grind. Like, I don't miss, um, you know, like things like injuries and stuff like that. But yeah, I do I miss just that process. Like, I loved the process more than 
I, I just loved it. Like, you know, people, when they do things, um, either if it's like, uh, like trading, for instance, you know, you have to love the process of getting better. So yeah. I miss that process. Now I, I walk, I, I'll walk slash run three to four miles every day, but it's not more so for fitness. It's just more so for my mind, you know, especially having my boys at home, you know, we all need an outlet. And then um, we didn't have the gym. So I, you know, I had like a Peloton. I was in there, you know, challenge my boy got me, uh, got me onto that. So we were challenging each other, yeah. you know, working with that. But, um, you know, it's not, I do miss that intensity of working out like that. And now that my boy, my uh, oldest son, Chaz, he's into sports. So I have to like tone it down a lot. Cause that mentality goes right. into that. So he yeah. was in baseball and I'm like, well, he's actually in T-ball, but um, like out here they're doing, it's not even really T-ball. It's like, they're doing uh, I think five pitch? pitches. Okay. Yeah. They'll, well, they'll do five pitches from the, from a machine. Okay. Or whatever. So, you know, I'm working with him extensively on that, but then I'm like, well, the coach put him like a pitcher, but it's just cause he's fast and he can get all the balls in the infield. So I'm like, look, the ball come to you, you got to go get it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm being a little loud and my mom, my wife's like at the time he was four, he just turned five last week. So she's like, he's only four years old. So I'm like dialing it back. Like, yeah. <laughs> so just that, um, you know, but, you know, for me, it just comes from a deeper place. It's just that it's, a, it's just a privilege to do that, to be able to run, to be able to um, have the gift of being athletics. Like going back to when you saw me, I mean, it was a blessing that I met you because we, because you, you, you know, you opened up uh, just that gym to me. And that was amazing to have that place to train. But um, I mean, man, it just, I was so hungry for that in that stage. Yeah. You know, I just, I wanted it just so bad. I was willing to do any, everything. Every day was just an opportunity to get better. Right. So I wanted to really just black out every day knowing that, um, I'm prepared, right. you know, right. You know, and that was, um, and that was the biggest thing. So now, you know, I do miss it, but it's more for, um, you know, just my mentals and being able to, uh, get some endorphins flowing and get my thoughts together. But, uh, you know, I do miss working out like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh do you, you think you, you're, you're going to get back into the gym now that things are starting to open up or, or are you, uh, you still, you still kind of, kind of, chill on it yeah yeah I mean for sure man I mean I don't um I mean I have to you know I have to just uh being a former athlete that's kind of a release yeah. you know and and I had to find a gym like we had where it was just like because you I mean you like to get it you like to hit it hard and you know in yeah. LA fitness or something you can't hit it hard it's too crowded yeah. you know none of the machines are open so you're like oh man so but I mean, not to say it as an excuse, but it's just, uh, it would be great to have that. Right. But, uh, you know, I for sure would, uh, you know, get back into that once things get back to normal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 We'll have to, we'll have to talk a little bit after we get off and figure out where you're at. And I can, I can point you in the direction of some people, uh, or some gyms, I should say. I don't, I don't think you want to get into like <laughs> training, training for the game again, but, but some no, gyms that, no. that give you the space and opportunity to do some of those more, uh, challenging uh, things without having to, you know, stand around and wait for somebody to text in the squat rack kind of situation. Um, right, right. 
Yeah, I just start going back to the gym this week. Like I haven't been inside a commercial gym since March of last year. Um, too, so I was, I was going Sheesh. to the gym at work, but even then it was like kind of hard to do because it's limited time. And like, so I haven't really been in the gym like that until this week and going back to the commercial gym, like, like you know, it's people everywhere. Like, you know, like look, man, I just uh, wanna, I don't want to be here all day, right? I want to get yeah. work and get out, but right. like, I could all. It's only so many squat racks. All the, all the squat racks are taken, and now the Instagram has got everybody thinking that their fitness model is this tripod <laughs> set up everywhere, and everybody's recording their workout. I'm like, come on, man, get out yeah. of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, especially like. You know, because I'm in, in front of my screens from like four in the morning to like probably four in the afternoon. So when you go during that time where it's like happy hour, you know, right. where everybody's there and it's right. like, oh man, like if I do miss, I seen you on Instagram in that sauna too. I meant to hit you. Yeah. I wanted like a little sauna to get on Amazon, just something to sit in, man, and let, um, you know, just sweat it out, man. I really, really miss that from the, um, from the gym as well. Yeah, yeah, that that's 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 part of the reason why I got that is you know it, during the pandemic, obviously can't go to the gym. There's no yeah. sauna to get into, um, and so having having that just in my garage, you know what I mean? I can mm-hmm. get in and 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 take that time. And it's funny because I'll use that time like to meditate sometimes. I mean, I, obviously, I shoot yeah. videos in there sometimes, but that's because when I'm in there, just like when I'm doing, like I, I don't like to do cardio. But I do it because when I'm moving, I can think better. Mm-hmm. Right? Like right. most, right? Like, like the posts and stuff that you see from me on Instagram. Like if it's anything that I've typed, like if you see like long copy, it's because I was writing <laughs> while I was typing. <laughs> you know but it's I mean? good though. I mean, you you hit stuff, and I'd be like, man, he hit right here. Like, yeah, like it, I mean, just, it's really good. It's really really good. Yeah. It's so like it, I, I get I do my best thinking when I'm sweating, right? Which is why I like working out. Uh, yeah. Well, not the only reason, but one of the reasons, right? Like I have, it's just that time where I'm with myself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I have some of my best thoughts and, and like, I can just, you know, whatever. It's, 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 a, it's a cool thing. So yeah, just, it, it, I just got it off of Amazon. Actually, I had, I got it for Christmas. My wife, uh, my wife got it for me. Um, oh, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. Yeah. But it, Man. It's, it's super nice to have. Try to get my wife to give me one for Father's Day then. <laughs> nah bro you're getting socks in a coffee mug like everybody for else. real for real <laughs> for real yeah yeah that's hilarious okay so i got a couple of a couple of questions for you is it back up is there anything anything that i didn't ask you that i should have but i just didn't know to um no nah, no nah, i mean uh not that i can think of off the top of my head but um you think of anything yeah i can uh and just answering the best, best way I can. Okay. Okay. Um, and then do you, do you, uh, how, how would people find you on, online? If I'm you a wanted ghost, them man. to, if you wanted to, right? <laughs> I'm a ghost. Yeah. Right. I'm a ghost. Sniper snipers don't get seen till it's too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I've had uh, people be like, Hey man, you should start selling this and that. Uh, maybe man. I'm, I'm a student right now. My Instagram is at go 21. My Twitter is uh, at go21 underscore, I believe. Uh-huh. I don't even know. I don't even tweet really. Yeah, but I, yeah. I use Twitter a lot for education. That Twitter is amazing. 
amazing. And we'll yeah. get into that later. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm mostly a student, man. I'm, uh, you know, I don't have anything to sell or anything. I just, a ghost, you know, uh, uh, a sniper. That's, that's, that's cool. <laughs> I'm just cool. Just in case, though, just in case you decide you yeah. want to be a mentor uh, or somebody, you know, a mentee looking to, to find somebody who, who has experience. Um, you right. know, if they if they follow you and you randomly post something, they get lucky. That's like they should go play the, <laughs> they go play the lottery that day. Um, but you know, just in case, you know, you never know, right? You might you might decide you want to put something out there. Um, and, and so I just wanted to make sure I throw that out there before we go any further. Um, yeah. Okay, so this is a this is a fatherhood podcast. Obviously, we talked about several things uh, leading up to it, but but uh, mm-hmm. what is what is fatherhood? What does fatherhood mean to you? What does fatherhood mean to me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it means re- responsibility. You know, for me, you know, I'm talking about my first child when he first came in, like I was bawling because I seen when he was um, when he was born. The doctor, like he came out and then the doctor, I guess, uh, took the, I forget, out his mouth and he started crying. Mm-hmm. So that was like, like, we'd never seen God, but like I seen God in that moment when yeah. you see life come in. So instantly it was like, um, I want to do everything I possibly can to give him the best life, you know, and just in both of them. So you know, they both look like me. So it's, um, it's really just that responsibility of it's more than just me and leaving them, um, a legacy and being the person that, um, I should be, you know, I was, I was, I was listening to, I think his name is Ed Lylett and my Instagram, my yeah. Milet. Yeah. Yeah. He had a really good post. I think it was yesterday where he was like, you're talking about um like who you are and then when you die if you believe in god i believe in god but when you die god shows you a person that you should have been Ooh. and it's all about chasing to be that person Ooh. right so it's like all the and um all the gifts that you have being able to when i'm kind of like how you that was my mindset when i was working out like I have nothing left. Right. So when it's when it's over, like I like I tore my Achilles and I was like, I have nothing left. It's I don't have no regrets. Right. Because I gave I gave it everything that I could possibly give. Every single session I had, I gave it everything I could possibly give. So that's how I look at being a father as well. So every um piece of time that I have with them, I try my best to m- mentally be present there. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you could be, you know, looking at the market on your phone or looking at this email or this situation, but I mentally try to be as present as possible because that is me trying to be the best father that I can be, you right. know, um, you know, in our generation, well, at least where I come from, you know, my, none of my family was entrepreneurs. They didn't have the time. So like, you know, our parents working all day. Right. When they get home, they tired. You know, right. they it's food on there. They want to catch the game. So it's like, you know, it's just none of that time. So I look at it as a privilege of the people that I'm meeting, the people that I'm 
learning from things that I've um, learned that have been shut off for so many years, things about, um, you know, my field is finance is money. So all these things that I never was taught, never didn't even know about is my responsibility to teach them and to pass all that on. So I look at everything from that type of lens of um, just that responsibility and God allowing these people in my life to learn all these things and being able to pass it on so they can execute and me executing on it as well is, um, you know, so that all, all that encompasses a uh, fatherhood of just being that leader uh, mm-hmm. for them, for when they're able to see, being able, you know, um, how I treat their mom, like that I'm not arguing, how I'm loving her, how we're um, not arguing, how I'm treating people, you know, and I think, uh, you know, my oldest son right now, he's just like, he sees that. So he'll say like, hi to people. And he'll say like, dad, you didn't say hi or something like that. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, he's just really friendly. So as he hasn't seen like, I guess, you know, the bad lens of the world, right? which, um, and then, you know, it's going to come a point in time where I have to, uh, you know, tell him as best as possible, you know, those type of things, you know, especially being, um, you know, black in America as well, you right. know, it's tough um conversations but also just showing him you know letting them both you know shine their light you know as big as possible so it's a it's a lot of responsibility that we have but it's also a blessing and um you know and to treat it like that that somebody's always watching because they're not always necessarily telling doing what you want them to do they're doing what you do you yeah. know yeah. Your, your, your your mannerisms um you know, when you may get frustrated or certain things like that, you know, they feel that energy and see it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you, I think you kind of hit it there, man. Like uh, people talk about at the end of your life, you know, when, when you're, you're standing at the gates and uh, you're looking at God and you want to be able to say, like, I have, like you said, nothing left. Like I used everything you gave me. Right. Everything. and, and, Ed, and Ed's uh, at reference, like you want to be able to look at that person or that guy and it like be looking in the mirror. Like I right. used all my potential. Like I met every obstacle with full force uh, with everything you gave me, right? And right. That's, that's, that is a, like a ongoing, never ending uh, quest, right? That is the process. And, and yes. Right. That is the process that you mentioned earlier that like you love the process. That is the process. Right. Because that yeah. end line. Right. If, if you know, if we end up in heaven and that's our end line, then everything we're doing now is a part of the process. Right. The ups and downs right. of it. Um, the pullbacks. Right. The run ups. <laughs> right. right. All a part exactly. of the process. And sometimes for us, we get kind of so caught in the middle of it, right? We, we, we're like, uh, we think the world is on fire, you know, or we, yeah. you know, the market is crashing. Like, no, mm-hmm. that's, that's normal. That's healthy, right? Right. Pull right. back, pull, pull yourself back a little bit and look at the bigger picture, right? Like, and then like mm-hmm. you talked about patience earlier too, like in those moments where we're like getting worked up over whatever is happening, it's like, yo, that's a small thing in this whole, spectrum of life that we have in front of us like just chill out like it's yeah that's your life that's your moment right that's your opportunity to teach that's your opportunity to to father right Mm -hmm. and 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 that's you know 
I think, I don't know if this is everybody's community and I can only speak for ours, like the black community and is like the, uh, and whatever people do with their kids is, is up to them. But like, as far as disciplining and, and whooping and things like that, like I always felt like uh, I never understood it, you know? Like when it mm -hmm. happened to me, like it, I didn't feel like it ever really solved whatever the problem was, you know what right. I mean? I'm like, I, at some point I just realized like, you're mad at me or you're mad at whatever happened. And as long as I make sure you don't know I did it again, we're good. <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah. <laughs> I didn't learn anything but to like hide mm. it or, or change it. Um, That's true. And so, so for me as a, as a dad, like I want to have these open relationships with my daughters. Sometimes though, like they get a little too cool, right? Like you, you know, stay in your stay in your place kind of situation like I feel like that but then at the yeah. same time it's like I want them to feel like they can they can articulate their feelings right, right. they can talk about what they feel and then because I'm an adult I can take that process it and, and figure out how to help them deal with it right and, and yeah. that's one of the things that I think as as men as fathers as leaders um, that we lead with, with empathy and we lead, uh, you know, with, with kind of somewhat of a servant attitude. Like we're, we're the front, right. We're the head and not the tail and, and, you know, all these things. Right. But, but you have to, in order to be a good leader, you also have to be a good follower, right? Like you have to kind right. of be able to be on their level, um, and understand it at their level in order to show them how to get to the next level. Right. Like, right. Yeah. And, and I agree. That's one of the things that I think that that helped me with coaching is like I had been in the fire before, like I was an athlete before and I know what it was like, you know, I wasn't super gifted. So anything that I got, I had to really work for, um, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it, and so being in a situation where I'm a strength and conditioning coach and I'm, I'm training athletes to get faster, stronger, uh, more agile, whatever, like I, I had those same struggles, you know what I mean? And I know, um, even if I didn't, I can empathize, you know, in those situations. Like I understand what it means, you know, to, to take rejection or to not be the one that, or to uh, not be strong enough or to realize you're not fast enough. Okay. So now let's work on that. And right. While we're working on that, we're also going to talk about mindset, right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to slip yeah. those, I'm going to slip those in there on you. <laughs> right. In between reps, I'm, I'm going to drop those in there because that's where the real battle is won. And I think that's even true in fatherhood. Like the yeah. real battle is one upstairs. Right. And like, because right. like you said, they see everything you do, right. They see you uh, in your relationship with your wife. They see you in your interactions with other people. Um, and that's not anything that you're saying specifically to them, like, this is how you do it, but they're seeing, mm -hmm. processing it as, oh, this is what dad does, right? This, yeah. is how, this is how dads act. This is what dads do. Um, and so when I'm a dad, right, or when I'm a man, like my father is a man, then these are the ways that I'm going to act. Um, and that's a big responsibility, right? Like uh, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people don't sure. realize how, how big it is. As a, as a man, as a father, as a leader of a household, um, you know, the pressure that, that comes along with being being the one to lead, right? Because you got to lead from the front with your chin up and your chest out. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Um, Absolutely. So, so 
I, I do want to want to ask, you know, as as your as your boys grow up, um, as they are, are getting older and, you know, kind of getting into more and more things, um, you know, they've been playing sports already. Uh, the, the younger one isn't ready for it yet. But do you see yourself uh, uh, coaching? You know, I, it's something that my wife has uh, really put on me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we, a couple months ago, we went to, so we live, it's a big school, uh, Sierra Canyon, where okay. like, uh, you know, like LeBron's yeah. kids yeah. and all them. Yeah. So we live right around the corner from there. So we went to a football game and, you know, I'm just watching it. Like, I'm, I miss that. Right. Right. So then another mentor of mine, he was like, you know, you're going to want to coach because when they start doing it, you're going to want to make sure that they're doing it right. Right. So I, you know, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm not, at first I was like, nah, I never would, but I'm like, it's no reason to fight, fight it. It probably give me another outlet, you know, mentally. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you don't know who you can impact, like, uh, and who you can help, you know, yeah. just yeah. with things, you know, like, uh, like you, I mean, you, know so much as well like just with even with investing or with uh business and especially like mastered your lane of training yeah. but once you have an athlete like me and then at the time you could be like hey what are you doing with your money or right. what do you what you know in this circle have you thought about um you know attaching something a building of your own so you have those conversations to plant those seeds right. because people may think that you know one thing and you've known a multitude of things, a multiple things. So, right. um, yeah, I'm definitely, you know, would open to it. I think that's another thing of patience because, yeah. you know, you know, you have to have a lot of patience for somebody to do it right. And, to, um, you know, and to be able to teach is just a whole nother lane, right. right. You know, be able to articulate what you want and how you want it to be done. Yeah. You know, I, I can't, you know, I can't show my son how I was working. Right. You know, we uh, we wasn't really filming like right. how they are now. Right? right. So I can't like show you like you have to be obsessive with this if you want to be great or even if you don't like, you know, that, that, that I think that's what's required with anything because it'll spill over to other areas of your life. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. open to it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, I've, I've wrestled with it. Right. Like, um because my daughters now are at the point where they're like, I, we want you to coach, we coach our teams. Cause they're, you know, they're not playing serious, serious yet. You know, it's still like mm -hmm. city leagues and things like that. So you can, you don't have to have really any experience. You just gotta be like the dad on the team that wants to coach, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. And, and for me, it's like, no, I just want to enjoy because, because this is what I do for a, a living. Uh, right. I want to just be able to enjoy not coaching and be your dad. Right. Mm. And, and, and the other part of it, too, is because of that, that kind of level of intensity, like. I don't want you on the ride home being mad at your coach. You know what I mean? Which is you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I want to be on the ride home like, hey, how was practice? You know, how was everything? What's coach talking about? Oh, OK, cool. Let me help you with how you can do that maybe a little better. Or this is what they mean by that. You know, um, I want that kind of relationship i don't want it to be like yeah. you can't talk to me on the car ride home and now for the next two days you're mad at me <laughs> because i said yeah. something about the way you did something at practice um yeah 
and they don't get that yet. Right. And that's going to take a lot of work for me because I think I am going to do it mm-hmm. this year. Cause I'll, now I have the time to do it now that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm changing my whole work situation. Um, yeah. and I'll have the freedom, the time freedom to be able to do it. I'm definitely going to have to pull my coach hat back a little bit, you know, and kind of be a little, not looser because I hate that. Right. Like the, their standard, right. You, you have to keep your standard, your standard. Um, because if you lower your standard, then you keep, this is a quote, right. You lower your standard, you keep the losers, uh, but you mm-hmm. also lose the winners, right? Like if, if your standard mm. is low, the winners don't want to hang around a bunch of other, like a bunch of losers, right. So you got to keep the standard yeah. high and my standard, even though they're like eight and six, like there's a certain, I, I understand it. I work with eight year olds and six year olds, like, but there's a, there's a level that I need you to hit. And it's not personal. And that's the thing I tell them all the time. Like, even when we go, well, sometimes we just go play and sometimes we go practice. And I tell them like, this is not personal. Like for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to coach you. Right. And I, and I know it's going to be hard to look at me and be like, you know, daddy's telling me to do that. No, I'm just coaching you. Right. It's not personal. I still love you. Right. Yeah. But, but you did that wrong. That's not how we do it. Like, that's just not it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Go back and go back to the line. Right. That's do not how we do it. Um, yeah. And so they want me to coach. They think it's going to be fun. And I hope it is. Like, I think I, it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, 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 I you know, I, I'm going to, because, you know, like you said, a bullet really only knows one speed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if yeah, I'm, sure. I'm going to be effective at coaching you, if we're just going to go have fun, then cool. Like, if that's what the season is, it's one of those seasons where, like, yeah, like this year, for example, them playing soccer this year was kind of like, eh. You know, it's kind of a wash. They weren't going to play any games, so they were just practicing. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the season, they had like four games back to back. It was like super weird. Um, mm-hmm. I probably could have coached this year because it was just practice, like you know, working on drills and skills and things like that. Right, so right. It's stuff that I do anyway. Um, but next year, right when the world opens back up and we talk, uh, we playing playing games on the weekend or tournaments on the weekends and games and practices throughout the week. Now that's real. That's real. Right. And now yeah. like it's starting to get to a point for my oldest daughter and she's playing 10 you now and she's young. So she has to play up, but um, they're getting at a level, especially with girls because they, they uh, you know, they top out at college, like everything gets serious sooner. Right. Mm. And so you're getting to a, a point now where she's starting to play and these girls are like, they, they running around doing the thing with the ball. Like they got real ball control and the goalies are good. And I'm like, mm. yo, it's starting to get real, right? For, yeah. Even for you as a 10-year-old, like it, obviously it's not at the level of my college girls, but it's it's getting, you know, what it, some of these girls is, is really good with the ball, right? Off ball to separate. Too. Yeah, yeah, and they understand spacing and they're putting themselves in the right position. And I'm like, baby, you you got to pay attention. Like, <laughs> you, look, we need you to, uh, look, hey, man, we got to go out here on the weekend and, and get in some work. And, and so- I hope they understand it, um, you know, and I'm going to do my best not to, to beat them up too much, but it is what yeah. it is. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. So uh, before I let you go, right, before I let you go, um, if you had any advice, right, any advice for um, a new or expecting dad, right, somebody who is about to be a father, uh, or or somebody who's kind of in that range of where you're at, like you have a five-year-old and, and maybe under, um, 
what advice would you, or even, even a, you know, shoot, ain't none of us perfect. I'm sure you got whatever you say right now, I'm going to take away and use. Cause I'm, I'm a student of, of being a father. Like I want to be the best father I can be. So I'm taking advice from everybody uh, and using it accordingly. Um, but what advice do you have to, to other dads, um, you know, that you've learned in the process of, of, you know, becoming a father? Um, I think the biggest thing for me, you know, like I've said before, is just to be as patient as possible, be loving, and to be, um, just try to be as present, you know, as possible. A guy I really like on um, YouTube, I mean, uh, Instagram is, uh, I think his name is Mr. Jason Wilson. Yeah, I just stopped and, following uh, him. Oh my gosh, man. Because uh, he's uh, he's in the martial arts lane. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that, the way he talks to not only his son, but his, um, I don't know, I guess his pupils that mm -hmm. he coaches, it's, it's always from like a loving father. It's always that, you know, like he, he's never like cussing them out. It's always right. talking to them in, in like um, in a teaching manner of like, what have you learned from this? How would you analyze this? So I think that's how, you know, just my advice is just to be like, cause you're raising these little, you know, infants and these little boys. And then one day they're going to become a man. So you want to give them as many jewels as possible, or even, I'm sorry, even like a, a daughter, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just trying to um, be a great man for them. So when they looking up, they're like, you know, my dad was incredible, right? You know, so I always try to, you know, operate in that mindset and just to be as present as possible because the time goes by so fast. Right. You don't want to look back and be like, I wish I would have did this. Like it goes back to what we're talking about. Just be, um, you know, be exhausted with just trying to be the best father. You know, I think Kobe was talking about like, you know, he would uh, be at the gym all day. And then when he come home, they would want to play. And he's like, look, I have to, as, as hard as I win the gym, I have to go as hard being a father, Yeah. you know, cause it's, yeah. it's, it's two different roles, man. It's two different jobs. So, um, you know, just try to operate like that and just, and love it, man. You know, I have uh, people that I know, man, who just like they've had a kid with a girl and just never take care of them. And I, I can't even fathom that, you know, it just, it, it like, it hurts me and it makes me angry, you know, uh, especially like a boy that looks like you. Right. So, you know, just really try to see it from that lens, man, of, um, you know, of a kid looking up to you and you just being the best possible person for them, you know, in every endeavor. I know it gets very, very stressful at times, but, um, you know, it is a privilege to be a, to be a father for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's dope, man. I don't think I can say And any... And I'm sorry. And oh, working out it. too. And, uh, working out too. Cause we, we do, you know, you start to get fat. You can try to get the dad bod, you know, at times <laughs> too as well. Yeah. So it, it's important to be healthy, you know, right. you know, um, and we all falter from that, but to be healthy and to be fit, for them because i mean you know you want to live as, as as long as possible you know that you can yeah for yeah why is it control what you can control 100 100 before i, I I'm, I'm gonna piggyback off that a little bit because I, I talked about that in the in the first episode is is uh if you love fatherhood the way that that i love fatherhood and the way i can tell that you love fatherhood you want to be a father for as long as possible 
right? Mm-hmm. And, and you want to be the kind of father you want to be for as long as possible. And the only way to do that is to take care of your health and your fitness, right? Right. Because it, it's, it, it sucks and it happens to a lot of people. And I had a scare because my dad had like a, a heart a heart issue when I was like 15 or something like that. And then mm. more recently he has, he has cancer now, but he's kind of, it's in remission. So we're, we're good, you know, God willing. Right. Um, yeah. But like looking at him and, and thinking yeah, as a 15 year old, like he hasn't seen me become the man that he's trying to raise me to be. Like, mm. And it was devastating for me. And I can imagine like my daughters, you know what I mean? Or, or like how I would feel I guess I wouldn't feel anything if I was gone, right? But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. In that in that moment, like not being able to see the process through, you right. know. Um, so it's it's super important, man. Health part is super important. Obviously, I'm biased on that on that regard, but the health piece is something that I think we we kind of miss the boat on a lot, and we will. And here's the funny thing: is we'll use our family as an excuse for why we can't do it. Like, oh, yeah. you know, we, you know, the kids don't eat that way. Uh, the kids <laughs> don't eat like that. And so I can't eat like that. Or, you know, uh, I don't have the time to, to work out. Cause I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. coaching, I'm running the kids back and forth. Like we'll use them as the reason why we let our health go. <laughs> like, um, but that's one of those Jeez, legacy man. things, right? I know you talked about it a little bit earlier, like leaving them, uh, leaving them, you know, financial things, not only like actual property, but, but the knowledge on how to do it. But like the fitness thing is a legacy thing too, because if they see you working out and they see you eating healthy and taking care of your body, just like everything else, right. When they see you do it, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Yeah. Right. And now, now you're talking about your, your family tree or your line is getting longer because they're lasting longer because of what you taught them. Yeah. So that's generational yeah. wealth too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Having, having like, cause I know there's, I don't know, it's maybe it's just the women in my family. The dudes in my family, they, you know, they live to a certain age, but the, like my great grandmother was 104. My grandmother is like 86 right now. And she looks like she's 65 and still running around. Like nothing's wrong with oh, her. Geez. You know what I mean? Like, so they live a long time. Like, so they get to be a part of, of everyone's life. And that's, that's what we want, right? Like, it's amazing, I, I want to be a great granddad, you know what I mean? But I don't want to be the great yeah. granddad that's, you know, in the back room of the house. Uh, and I'm in the, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Uncle you know, Pete. Yeah, I'm in the bed and you got to come back there and see me when you come over or else I'm going to be mad. Yeah. I want to be out that's in the real. front room. I want to be in the front room. <laughs> that's real. That's real. I want to be, I want to be active, that's real. you know? So uh, that health piece is super important, but um, I'm not going to keep you too much longer, man. I, I do want to, uh, you know, my takeaways from talking to you, my takeaways mm-hmm. are, are uh, patience, right? Yeah. Be be mindful, be patient, be present, right? Make sure you mm-hmm. give a hundred percent to everything you do, but especially your fatherhood. Um, I'm sure that there's like several other things people could take away, but those are the three or four things that I'm going to, I'm going to definitely run away with and make sure that I'm checking myself on those. Um, because those are the things that I think we all struggle with. I know I do at times. And so I'm going to definitely take our conversation and, and apply it to, to my life and make sure that I'm doing all the things that I need to do to be the father. Yeah. And, 
I would say another thing too that I'm doing one more thing is like um, that would be really cool is like when you I guess become very successful at whatever you're doing whether it's building a business or whatever it is like to just document or leave something on how you did it like yeah. a, you know we, we're like the social media age. I mean I don't post a lot so they probably couldn't fall back on that but like some type of blueprint where it's like even even to get your thoughts on certain periods of your life, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like you're, you said your daughter's is 10 and what's the youngest? No, she's eight, eight and six, eight and six. Eight and, so eight and six. So it's like to see your thought and what you were going through during that time for them to either read it or to see it, you know, like um, I think that's really cool because I wish I could see that being a man when, you know, when I was five and my sister, well, my sister's five years younger than me, but when I was 10 and five and when my dad was dealing, you know, those yeah. type of issues. And then right. it just helps you, it helps with the mindset, you know, of like, why didn't you quit when this happened or why, you know what I'm saying? Just right. these certain types of adversity. How would you, um, what were you thinking? What would you recommend? Right. Um, and then even like stuff like, okay, you became, you done this for 20 years or something. How, what skill would you leave me with that? You know, right. that stuff that's just not passed down as well. That just helps as well, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that, for that's, sure, man. I'm trying to let you go, but you keep giving me, giving me more. So, so <laughs> look, I, I, I was talking about this on uh, something I posted on Facebook, I believe. And it was like, uh, how many of us like had a father, like how many of our fathers had a fatherhood conversation with us, right? Mm. And a lot of the responses were my dad never talked about it. He showed me through action. But the yeah. problem I see with that is like, it can be misinterpreted. Like what you saw as a 10 year old, right? May, it may have no, you have no context as a 10 year old to what this adult is going through and how they're right. acting and what they're doing and why, even why they're doing it. And so without us having these conversations and then taking these conversations and having conversations with our, with our kids and, and for you with two sons, like they're going to be fathers at some point, um, you know, they're going to make you a grandfather and you have the opportunity to talk about not only the business, not only the fitness, but Hey man, when you're a father, this is X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. When, when you're when you're a dad and you're you know the leader of your household or you've got a little person looking up to you these are this is why i did some of the things that i did um and having those conversations because a lot of us don't get those until like until we're already a father right right and then right. then all of a sudden our dad is like oh man you won't believe you know and then they start <laughs> telling us i'm like y'all it's too late like you know or they'll be like y'all yeah. remember when you were when you were eight and you did this just like she i was like you couldn't tell me that when she was seven <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why you let me experience it first? Then you're going to yeah. tell me like, I could, oh, I could have told you that. No, you just tell me. Why didn't you tell me? Um, and, but I and, think, you know, God and God forbid, like nothing. If something happens to you, nobody, you didn't allow your autobiography to get written. And, you know, like nobody ever, you weren't able to see, you know, Steve Jobs or something build Apple or right. whatever you build at your life. Like to be able to document that, to send them something in an email or something like we we have like emails of both our kids and every year we send them messages and stuff and i'm building like a book for them and just everything i've learned so that it's all even if they do nothing with it like it's there right you know so it's not like you didn't come in with nothing so it's right. just like 
you know, leaving them something, man. And, you know, mentally is we know how hard it is, you know, with even with just like the mental health and everything Mm -hmm. for them to be able to relate and how you came up out of that, I think is important and be cool uh, for them to know. You know? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so I gotta, I gotta start documenting everything uh, right now. <laughs> we have, we have the emails, yeah. we have the emails. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's funny when my, my oldest daughter was born, my mom bought me like a, a journal and it's got like these daily, not daily prompts, but it's got like however many pages and it's got prompts and it's for your kids. Right. And it's like, this oh, is the so- story of your dad. Um, and I was really heavy into it when I, when, you know, when she's first born um, and now I got to go back. Cause I know like there's parts that I left out and now I'm thinking, yeah. as you said it, like I, I can, I probably need to like adjust some things and there's now new things that I can add because you know, that was eight years ago. Right. And, yeah. and so now I got to kind of rewrite that and then continue writing it. Cause I haven't, I haven't even looked at it since, you know, since I finished it. Um, yeah. And there's been years of important, I think, valuable information um, that can be left, like you said, left behind um, for them. Even if, even if she reads it once, or she starts to read it and goes, <laughs> "Yeah, right." At least I, I can, there. I can rest knowing that I, again, I gave everything. Like I took it out of my brain and put it in on on paper uh, for her to have, or for right. them to have. I agree. I agree, man. That's so cool. Yeah. All right, brother. So I'm uh I'm gonna let you go officially now, and uh, <laughs> I appreciate you being being on the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know how important time yeah. is for us as as men as fathers, yeah. um, and I appreciate you taking the time to share your experience uh, with all of us, right? And again, I'm I'm taking yeah. those four things, and I'm I'm gonna capitalize on them. Trust me. Yeah, hey, man. I appreciate you inviting me, man. It's been good to talk. You yeah. know, just to share thoughts is all awesome. Uh, it's really cool, man. Really, really cool. All right. <laughs> all right, brother. All right, bro. Oh, yeah.